Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, I have a very special guest with us. I have Austin James Chansey. Hey there, Austin. How's it going? How are you? I'm doing all right. Oh, it's a beautiful sunny day in Las Vegas. How about yourself? It is raining in Florida as usual, Florida afternoon. So, <laughs> yeah, well, which part? Um, I live in Tampa, uh, no, West Tampa. No, it's East Tampa, actually. Sorry, I get my East and West mixed up. So East part of Tampa outside and a small town called Lakeland. I love it. I've, I've spent a bit of time over in Bradenton, so I know how it goes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bradenton. That's a nice little area. Oh yeah. I uh, got to spend some time in a uh, old folks community with my grandparents for a little while. (laughs) Yeah. Bradenton. Yeah. That's, that sounds like the area that in Fort Myers. Yep. <laughs> so Austin, why don't we um, begin? Just tell me a little bit about yourself and then we can get into this. Um, well, during the day I drive uh, 18 wheeler semi trucks. Um, right. I've been driving for, it's been about two and a half years now. So yeah, yeah, two and a half years. And then at night I try to stream. I definitely stream Friday nights, but yeah, Depends on the work schedule, but it's it's hit and miss on some days. And then I also help out with Undefined. Okay, wonderful. So um, before we kind of get into that, um, I start every interview with a single question. I'm going to ask you just like I ask everybody else. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being high, how weird are you, Austin? Uh, I would actually say 11. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very weird. My my wife can attest to that. Like what, what makes you weird? Uh, everything. I, um, okay. So when I eat French fries, most people dip it in ketchup. I dip mine in mayonnaise. And I, uh, <laughs> there's some communities that do that. That's not all that weird. What else? Uh, most people <laughs> think it's weird. Um, what else is weird about me? I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> I have a, um, collection of wrestling stuff and i'm what 25 years old now 24 so and i'm a huge pro wrestling fan i I take it super serious (laughs) like it's almost real to me still i grew up with hollywood hulk hogan (laughs) yeah so at 24 years old most people have gotten out of there and i'm i'm still in that so all right so uh this is the gamerpreneur you told me you stream a little bit but can you give me your gaming background when did you first start playing video games um, I was, I think I was seven years old and my dad bought me a Nintendo GameCube and he bought me uh, a Nintendo GameCube and it had the old like flip screen that came with it. It okay. attached to the GameCube itself and then you, it looked like kind of like a laptop. So you didn't plug it up to a TV or nothing and it uh, came with uh, Legends of Wrestling and Simpsons Hit and Run. So that that's was probably, yeah, about 2004, 2005. So, yeah, that's when I really got into it. And then later down the road, my uncle bought a PS3 and he gave me his old PS1, not knowing because I was still like venturing out playing Game Boy Advance and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I never knew nothing about Xbox or PlayStation. So he gave me a PS1 with Harry Potter uh, Goblet of Fire. So after that, I kind of ventured out on my own and started playing PlayStation more. And then we get to today where I play on PC. Fantastic. So, yeah. Right, so what, what are you playing today? 
mainly Destiny 2 has been the game I've been playing, but I also play a little bit of American Truck Simulator, which, you mean go figure, I do it by day, and then at night I do it again on a game. So... why why would you do your day job at night (laughs) um well probably mainly because american truck simulator um it's it's got the over the road feel and i'm a local driver now i did a year and a half over the road and my wife and i decided it was time to settle down and come home i had a house time to fix it up get everything look nice and, uh, but I, I still miss the road as young as I am. I like going out there and seeing things. So I figured the best way to go about it was, uh, American truck simulator because they have the Western 11, all the Western States, uh, Nevada, California, Washington, Oregon, they're getting ready to release a, uh, Idaho DLC. I think it is. So yeah. And a Colorado is the next one after that. Very cool. So, um, another kind of a fun question, desert Island scenario, put you on a desert Island. You only get one game the rest of your life. You get a power cable and ether, uh, ethernet cord to go with it. What game is it? I might have to choose American truck simulator. I I love the road that much. So yeah, American truck simulator all day. Fantastic. Okay. So what is it like being a truck driver? It is at first scary. Because you you realize that you are probably the heaviest thing on the road, you are the slowest thing on the road, and a lot of people when you first get started they they're so used to driving. I'm talking like four wheelers, and they'll just cut in front of you. So at first you got to get used to the feel of driving that truck and getting used to the um, pedestrians around you. But once you manage that, it's you know it's pretty simple at that point besides the backing which you learn over time but yeah it's just it's good starts off stressful and then as you continue to learn your job and learn everything to it it becomes an easy everyday task so right now go ahead I, the only time I've had more than, you know, two axles, I had to drive my grandmother across country and we were pulling a trailer. It was a 30 foot trailer behind this giant excursion. Right. Yeah. We're a good 40 feet long and I was going downhill in uh, Georgia, heading into Florida through what seemed like a monsoon. And I was hydroplaning this thing. Oh, wow. So that's scary. I don't think I could do what you do. It's, it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, being I live from Florida, I've never driven in snow until I got behind the wheel of an 18-wheeler. So it was the most – that was the scariest time of my career because we just came out of a blizzard in Kansas. Me and my wife, she traveled with me over the road, and we just came out of a blizzard in Kansas. We stopped there overnight, let it pass, and then I'm heading to Utah to drop a load of candy bars. And – it starts snowing in I-70. I forgot what state we were in, but it started snowing and it's all over the ground. And I was telling her, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. Like I am scared. And I'm thinking what my dad had always told me, it's like rain, but slicker, but it was still super scary to me. Oh, it's nothing like rain with slickers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I learned that. So kept it slow and steady and we, we got through it. That's what was the important part. No accidents, no one got hurt and we got to our destination in time. Okay. So you've probably traveled quite a bit. Um, how many of the states you say you've gone through? Uh, there's a few states I haven't been able to go to. 
So off the top of my head, I know I haven't been able to go to Wisconsin yet. Uh, I got through, I think it was South Dakota, never touched North Dakota. Um, I have not been in Minnesota. Okay. I'm trying Very to think. Cool. So like, of all of those states then, what, uh, what's your favorite to go through and why? Texas. Why is that? I have fallen in love with Texas and it's probably honestly because of Whataburger. <laughs> Whataburger has been, I, uh, I have friends who live out in Texas and they told me all about it and I moved to Jacksonville for a little bit and I got my first taste of it. And after I came back down to Tampa, moved back down, I never had Whataburger again. And I'm driving through Texas and I saw it and there was one with a truck stop, like right next to it. And I'm like, that's where I'm stopping for lunch. I don't care about anything right now except right there. So yeah, Texas, because I see Whataburger everywhere and I don't know, I, I love it. And then it feels a lot like home. Texas feels so much like Florida to me. I've spent a lot of time in Texas. So yeah, it feels just like home. Okay. And now on the flip side, what's the worst state you've had to drive through? California. <laughs> I mean, other than getting stopped at the border. <laughs> California. Um, yeah, no, it'd either be California or I would say probably one of the Carolinas. South Carolina more likely. Uh, California because we're not we, – we can only go so fast in California. Yeah. We're restricted to 55 miles an hour. And then when we stop for the night, uh, we actually have to turn our trucks off. They're very um, against the trucks idling overnight. Mm. And as you may know, out there in that west part of the uh, states, there's a more dry heat. So heat tends to – it tends to stay hot most of the night. So trying to sleep in those conditions was difficult for me. So I told him I ain't going back out uh, California because I think California is the only state out there that's like, oh, no, you can't idle your truck. They'll actually come and give you a hefty ticket. Mm -hmm. So okay. so what led you down this path to become a truck driver? Well, my father, he uh, he did it before me. Um, and I was an install tech before. And we were coming. It was Christmas time about two or three years ago. And I was, I guess I was next in line for promotion and they overlooked me and I'm like, ah, y'all said I was supposed to be next. So I kept doing my job and started doing more research about it because he kept telling me, oh, it's so much fun. You should come do it. And I think I finally pulled the trigger in January and was like, yep, I think this is what I want to do. So I went out on the road with him a few times and I liked the lifestyle, you know, being able to see different states and cities every day. Very so, cool. yeah. Okay. So, um, do you work for a company or do you own your own, uh, your own cab or how's that work? I wish I owned my own cab. Uh, I work for a company. We do business and, and they're, some of them get really kind of iffy about sharing who you work for. I, I don't understand that. I kind of do, but we do business with a discount grocery store, like Aldi's. Okay. I don't know if you guys have Aldi's out there. Yeah. Aldi's is pretty big that's general gist of what kind of store we work with and we just deliver the product to the stores is what I do now um, I will say because I have no worries for that I worked for Warner Enterprises when I first started and I did a lot of meat moving like Tyson chicken and uh, the, the different companies Tyson owned I worked for night transportation 
moving, same things, but regional. And then when I decided I wanted to be more local, my first local job was with the Sigma network and we were driving 48 footers and sleepers into places like Miami, like Wendy's, uh, Texas Roadhouse, Panera, and bringing the product straight to the store. So, so um, part of my uh, purpose on the show is in case somebody's listening and they're like, oh, this sounds like an amazing job. I want to do that. Um, I'm always asking my guests, how, how does somebody follow in your footsteps? Like, what's the first step to become a truck driver? The first step I would recommend is do research. Um, really, that's that's only way you'll find out you'll like this. Our Our industry has a lot of people. They say if you make it past two years, you'll make it as a truck driver. Truck drivers who, who are not comfortable with it, people who thought they were going to be comfortable with it and decided later, two years is a breaking point. Um, and it's not for everybody because you start off, it's really hard to find a good job when you first get out of school mm-hmm. just to go to a trade school and learn to drive. Uh, they teach you how to pass the test, but it's really hard to, you know, you, you sacrifice so much going over the road. You're, you're spending time away from your family, friends, people you love. So I recommend that if you're going to get into it and you're young, get into it young where you don't have that like myself. And if you are older, you have to be prepared to make those sacrifices going away from your family. Can you spend three or four or five days already away from your family? Cause you're going to end up spending three to four weeks away from your family. Mm. Okay. Uh, how's the pay? Pay's great. <laughs> uh, at first it's, it's, you're starting. So you're going to go to a starter company and they're going to, they're not going to pay you the greatest, but after you get your year of experience, you'll find a company that pays well. Now, um, I, 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 I'm projected to make about 49 to $55,000 this year. Um, my dad who does this over the road, he's projected to make $75,000 this year. And we're both company drivers. If you own your own rig, you can, you can project to make six figures if you do it right. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, obviously you have to make up for the stress, right? Yeah. When you own driving, Yeah, at that point, you're looking at the cost of the vehicle, maintenance, fuel, um, insurance, uh, trailer rentals if you don't own your trailer. Um, yeah, it, 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 it becomes a lot more stressful at that point. I've, I've seen a lot of people say, you know, I'm going to give it a try. And then, yeah, this is not for me. Okay. What, um, I'll, one more question about the driving, and then I'll talk about your streaming. Um, what is the coolest thing you've ever seen while out on the road? coolest thing yeah um i think the coolest thing i have seen was i'm uh going up to new jersey i got to see the new york city from the distance on the shore and just at two o'clock in the morning driving through and just seeing the the city light up that was probably the coolest thing there is um, a lot of crazy things I've seen, but the coolest thing would be the what, what, city. I the crazy things. I saw crazy. <laughs> uh, the, cra- the craziest thing I think I have seen is probably um, I was driving through Georgia, and I forgot who I was driving for at the time. I know it wasn't a uh, current company, but I was driving through uh, Georgia. I just came out of the truck stop, got my lunch, and at this point, we're maybe like, 30, 45 minutes away from Atlanta. And I look over to my right as I'm passing a driver and um, the driver is watching 
adult movies on his steering wheel while driving. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Of all things, why? (laughs) And then you gotta take care of business before you get to work, right? (laughs) I, I guess I was just, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is a truck driver and he's, he's watching and he's looking down and he's watching. And I'm just like, you realize everybody passing you can see this. Who's at the same height of you. And he's not a care in the world. The only other craziest thing I've probably seen besides that is I've seen, um, I've seen state police pull over a County police officer, which I was like, wow, <laughs> way to go. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> there was a story I told you about Las Vegas when we passed through my wife and I, we were talking on Facebook, my wife and I saw what we thought was UFOs is just something, a light hovering in the air. And we were like, we might get abducted today. <laughs> yeah. There's a few air force bases out here in the middle of the desert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we've seen the, uh, we've seen the, uh, I guess the fighter jets coming into the city. We're like right on 15 mm-hmm. heading southbound into the city on the North side. And we're seeing the jets just, when they're, it's something so cool to see them fly in formation out of the city. Oh, it, yeah. it, it was really cool. There's like two or three of them in formation flying like uh, probably Northwest. So yeah, we have a Nellis air force base, like right in the city here. Okay. Yeah. Besides that, uh, the other thing I liked about Las Vegas was the track where you can drive the supercars. Yeah. Well, that's right. <laughs> uh, I told my wife, I was like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to spend a week out here and we're going to do this. All so, right, so Austin, let's talk about uh, your streaming. You know, okay. Uh, what's your handle for one? Uh, I'm right here on Facebook with you. Uh, it's I'm Florida Man Live. Uh, <laughs> I chose uh, you that association, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I figured being. I, I feel like I am a living example of Florida. Besides the ones who get arrested, I, I do crazy things. Um, I'm always trying to have fun, which I feel like that's like the whole environment here in Florida mm-hmm. is a fun environment. So yeah, I, I chose that name actually about, I want to say it was a couple months ago before I was, I'm Florida man. I was streaming under the name, uh, Aces Taz, which was part of a game, a gaming community I had created. Okay. So, but yeah, it's, I'm Florida man. And Mainly on Facebook. I've I've enjoyed Facebook. I get a lot of people, especially when I play American Truck Simulator, mainly like drivers who, who are over the road coming in and watching when they're done with their shift. So Okay. Um how is it trying to balance, you know, the day job and the stream? Uh I will probably say it's difficult because between you know the streaming and the driving and then i also help with the undefined i'm also a soon-to-be father i'm married and a soon-to-be father thank you so i know that's going to take more time out of my schedule has anybody Uh, warned you yet yeah (laughs) a lot of people have warned me Um, it's best described as a screaming potato My wife is even warning warning me. She's sending me stuff on Facebook, tagging me. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? And oh, I'm no, like, prepares you. Like the projectile vomit. Like I had my daughter on my left leg once. She was aimed at my wife, who was on the right side. Just blah, like the Exorcist. And it, I was like, ah, it didn't <laughs> touch me. Like how did it not get on me? 
Wow. And my wife sent me a photo of, I guess, of a toddler um, crapping itself, and it was just all over the baby. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, that, that She's happened. like, are you ready for this? I'm like, no, I'm not ready for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. But for you, um, when your wife has your baby, she's not going to notice anything wrong for two years, okay? The screaming, the the breaking stuff, it's all wonderful and precious. And for you, you're like, I know why the Spartans threw children off cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Um, I, that's what I'm, I'm figuring it's going to be. She's going to be like, no, no, no. It's so precious. Don't get mad at her because we're expecting a baby girl. So congratulations. Don't get mad at her. Don't do this. I'm, I'm sure that's what it's going to be like. They're wonderful. They're beautiful. They're amazing. That shrieking, though. <laughs> Yeah, I got people at work who tell me, yeah, you're not going to get a full night of sleep because everyone knows that when I'm not doing any of that, the most valuable thing to me is sleep. Uh, Trying I, to catch up on sleep. I'll give after the show because there's a, there's a trick to be able to get them to sleep through the night. Okay, yeah. Without beating your alcohol or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, um, how often do you stream? Like you, you said it was kind of difficult to to. Get yeah, day job and your stream lined up, but how, how does so that every, I have Saturdays off. I, I work six days a week with the day job. Uh, my only day off is Saturday. So what I try to do is I'm for sure streaming every Friday night at 8 p.m. because I know Sunday I come in at 6 a.m. Every they haven't changed it. They don't plan on changing it. That's just my set time. So it works out where I can come. I, I get off before eight due to laws and regulations that they need to follow. Mm-hmm. And I am definitely going to be streaming. And I try to stream for about three, four, five hours, no matter if it, the, it could have no viewers and nobody chatting, or I could have a chat that's lighting up that night. I'm, I'm streaming. You know, I do it for the fun right now. Um, I see entertainment value out of it. I, I want to be able to entertain everybody. So because I've always told the friends I stream with, if we just stream, I guarantee you the stuff that we talk about, it, it's not over the top. It's just always funny. We're always laughing and having a good time. Other people would love to hear it. So no matter what's going on, unless there's a bad thunderstorm or I'm afraid that, you know, the power might go out throughout the stream. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm streaming on a Friday night and then after work, if I got time to, I usually put out a post on Facebook. Hey, I plan on streaming on this time tonight, maybe. And then I limit those to about an hour or two so I can, you know, do what my wife wants to do that night and help out with Undefined where I needed. So, but yeah. Friday night is the main night where I will stream four to five hours. All right. So I know you're still fairly young, Austin. Yeah. But if you could go back a couple of years to when you were first getting started, you know, after, after getting out of high school. And you could go to young Austin or younger Austin and go, so this is what's going to happen to you over the next several years. But here's the one thing you need to know in order to make your life that much better. What would you say? Um, I would tell my younger self, don't be stupid, because that's probably been the key in a lot of... Um, would you have listened? <laughs> yeah, I'd, probably not. <laughs> I probably would have been like, what are you talking about, dude? You're, <laughs> you're crazy. You're, you're living fine. But um, yeah, I'd probably tell myself, you know, think more about the actions that you would do and um, think about how it would affect other people around you instead of just reacting and not thinking. Okay. So, 
Now, do you have any advice for someone who may be wanting to follow in your footsteps? Um, yeah, with, um, patience, have patience. Um, when it comes to streaming, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. I, I've, I've been streaming probably for two or three years now. I've never got really hardcore into it and until this very moment in my life. But, uh, you know, have patience. You know, I, I did something with YouTube. I, I build up to 100 subscribers within two years of just streaming um, once a night for every night for like um, two or three hours when I was working uh, at Walmart. So it was, you know, once a night, two or three hours just streaming on YouTube, right from the PlayStation. So, you know, PS4 had the built in functionality to stream mm -hmm. and people would follow and, you know, like it. Um, yeah, patience is a key. And then if you have money to invest, invest a little money because this is, this is, you know, if you want to be a bigger streamer, it becomes a business. You got to maintain it like a business. You got to think about what you're going to do. You got to think about um, the games you want to play. You know, is it in your category that you're, uh, you, you stick to? Um, you know, look at microphones, look at webcams. Like I, that's what I've been doing over the last uh, few weeks is webcam. I finally picked the webcam I wanted after watching a bunch of test videos. And I finally picked a microphone that I want to work with. So, you know, it's, it's just a lot of investing. And then if you, if you're serious about it, you'll, you'll eventually make that money back. Mm -hmm. I have not seen it myself yet, but you know, it's, it's not gonna, like I said, it's not gonna happen overnight. So if you have the patience, you'll and you have the 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 stride to do it not the stride but the um i don't even think it's a word <laughs> the uh the passion that's what i'm looking for the passion to do this and yeah you'll you'll you know everyone who has a passion to do this will eventually make it absolutely that is so true all right i want to pull back for a second austin i want to talk about you a little more personally if we can okay and specifically i'd like to humble you if possible um you see I, I believe we learn the most from our failures in life the things we screw up things that don't go right because we have to pick ourselves up we got to dust ourselves off and then like figure out what went wrong to fix it for the next time right okay i'd like to ask you what is something that you have failed at and what did you learn from it um really it goes back to my real life job um at trucking when i had started i was very bad of keeping appointment times and failing to keep a schedule. And after I got a better grip of how my schedule worked, I, a lot of things started pulling forward for me in terms of even streaming because I kept, I'm maintaining a real schedule and it's scheduling. That's probably one thing I have failed at before. And then once I got a grip of it, it became a life was easier to even maintain at that point because I was keeping everything on a schedule and well, I can't do this because I didn't schedule it today. I'm not just going to like go off my schedule. I need to keep myself very scheduled or it's going to be a crappy day for me. I love it. You know, one of my catchphrases on the show is organization is the enemy of sloth. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Okay. Uh, what is something that people misunderstand about you the first time they meet you? Uh, I get called an a-hole a lot. <laughs> um, I'm very passionate, especially when it comes to gaming. Um, some people have go, you're you're an a-hole, and I'm trying to have fun. Or, or if we're playing like a, if we're playing super serious that day, like do not come in messing around. We're we're trying to play seriously, especially like Destiny when we're doing raids and stuff. Like that's serious stuff we're trying to do. But I get called an a-hole because I'm I'm you know I'm serious. 
very passionate about gaming. Uh, but when you come around to know me, oh, this guy's pretty swell. You know, he's funny. He's cool. He likes to have a good time. So, yeah. I love it. Well, awesome. This is fantastic. So how do people find you on social media? I know I asked you for your handle before, but say they want to reach out to you. Um, they want to reach out to me, facebook.com slash I'm Florida man live. And then I, I try to use Twitter. Um, I'm not very well with Twitter, but uh, I think my Twitter is I'm under slash Florida man, but yeah, that's the best way to get a hold of me. I'm, diving into Instagram right now, but I'm trying to get my page connected to, um, uh, the Instagram handle, but, uh, that's, that's the new project now is Instagram, but yeah, right now would be Twitter or, you know, come by a stream. I think you would have my, you can message me on my channel. I think I have that open and I'm, I'm open to talk to anybody, especially if you're like interested in the whole trucking thing, or if you want to, um, learn more about our undefined network. Right on. Okay, so Austin, uh, as we wrap this up, are there any last thoughts you want to share? Anything I didn't ask that you think we still need to cover? Um, actually, the, the one thing I do want to throw out there would probably be with the Undefined Network. You had Nordic Skull on, and we the one thing he didn't really talk about is the technical aspect of things where we work with discord. We're working on a website with uh, another friend of ours who does the computer builds as uh, Matt had mentioned. Um, but we do a lot of heavy with discord right now. And I don't know. I, I don't know if we're still opening up cause we're trying to maintain it where we could all help each other as a network. And when we go live, you know, everyone's getting notifications and, and you know we're all trying to watch each other and help each other grow. So if people are interested in that, you could always reach out to Matt and I, and we will we will do our best to help fit you guys in and help you guys grow because we work together. We want to see everybody who has the same passion as us continue to grow and push each other to those limits and make sure that we all. Oh wow, that was. I don't know if you heard that thunderstrike nope. <laughs> that, that rattled my house. Uh, sorry, but yeah, it's um, yeah. The, the point is to watch everybody grow and push each other to grow and stay on each other. Like when one guy's not streaming enough, we're jumping on the dude. Like, come on, man, you got to keep streaming. Like, you know, cause we get it. There's, there's times when nobody's coming in and you're, you're like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to stream. Nobody's going to come watch anyways, but no, we're there to help. So if you got some, if you got some viewers who are really passionate about it and want to succeed, yeah, you can reach out to me or Matt. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Thank awesome. you. Nancy, we genuinely appreciate you taking the time to come on with us today. I appreciate you taking the time to interview me. All right. So, well, on that note, I say thank you again. And for everybody else, don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur. <laughs>